the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time for the only radio show of its kind. Auctioneers of antiques. Collectors of cool. Veterans of vintage. It's the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. For the next hour, enjoy great information about buying and selling antiques and collectibles. And some interesting stories. Now... The Donnelly Auctions Hour. Welcome to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thank you for joining us. We're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. Hi, everyone. I'm Susan. I'm here with Randy Donnelly. We are the owners of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois, just 60 miles west of Chicago. And we're here today to have uh, some interesting stories about items that we would hope you want to sell at auction. Hi, Randy. Hey, Susan. Uh, it's always good to uh, be with you on this uh, show. It's, well, it's a lot good of fun. to be here. And, you know, before I forget, today is December 9th, but I want to acknowledge what happened 82 years ago oh my gosh, on yeah. December 7th. I think it's important to acknowledge uh, the anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor, December 7th. It, absolutely incredible. Yes. Uh, everything that uh, that has happened uh, then and since with, with our military, it's just. Uh, our hats off to all of our all of our veterans. We we uh, are, are always in awe of what they've done for us to keep this country to the point that it's at. A and lot of history has passed through our hands, and a lot of Pearl Harbor artifacts and relics have also been up for auction. But 82 years ago, December seventh, you know, a Susan, day that will live in infamy. It, it certainly is, and uh, to that point, you know. Uh, you're always uh, maybe getting mad at me about my stories, but years ago, no, uh, right down the block here in um, in uh, Marengo, uh, there was a, a woman whose father fought in uh, uh, in the military and was actually at Pearl Harbor, and she had his uniform. But more importantly than even the the uniform, uh, because we do so much in guns, she had his M1. Grand rifle that he actually stood on the deck of a ship shooting at Japanese aircraft as they were flying by this M1 rifle. And for years and years, I used to always tell her, you know, when you're ready, when you're ready, uh, let us know. You know, I know you don't want to sell it now because she didn't really have any relatives to leave it to. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. And then uh, at one point, she said, oh, no, you know, she was working at an antique mall. She said somebody came in and, uh, uh, you know, was collecting uniforms, so I sold them the uniform. And I said, well, what about the gun? She said, oh, that's gone, too. And I thought, oh, oh my goodness, no. an actual uh, grand rifle that was that documented. Uh, I mean, this would have this would have gone for such a premium. But, again, she she wow. sold it and uh, did not auction it off. That was the only opportunity I've really had to to have. Oh, a, that would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've had some great stuff come through. I know we've had like newspapers. There's even GI Joe sailors out there. Some uh, license plates, propaganda posters, flight all, jackets, all Pearl Harbor related, Pearl Harbor right. related mm-hmm. stuff, aircraft artic- 
artifacts and fragments. Yeah, we Remember even had, had uh, that piece of the plane. Uh, we had a scrap uh, off of a uh, Japanese Zero uh, aircraft. Uh, uh, you know, a, a big piece of uh, aluminum that was actually mm-hmm. uh, taken from the wing of an aircraft. You know, so yes. Uh, we we sell it all, but you know we're uh, today, uh, folks. We are going to be talking, you know, uh, beyond the military. We we're going to actually be talking about Susan beer signs today. That's one of uh, my favorite subjects, beer. So yeah. that that'll be fun. <laughs> beer but that's, is yes, it is. That'll be coming up in a later segment. So don't it, go anywhere, it folks. Is. But um, I I did want to start since we mentioned Pearl Harbor and everything. I, I did want to mention that uh, uh, gun sales. Gun sales are at an all-time high uh, across the country. Right. I wonder why. Well, yeah. With everything going on, defund the police and, and crime, uh, or, you know, uh, at an all-time high and everything else, gun sales are also at an all-time high. And this, uh, uh, this last Black Friday was the third highest day in history of gun sales. Out of the top 10 days, this was the third um, highest of, wow. of I all. I believe it. Yeah. I know several people who went out shopping specifically for that. Well, you know, I don't know if people understand uh, that there's over a million sales per month in, in firearms hmm. right now because people are so concerned about everything that's going on and they want home protection and, and so on. Uh, this has been going on for like the last four years, uh, these kind of gun sales. And the, the reason I bring that up is because we're just a week away from our uh, gun auction. And um, I'm just so glad we're in the firearm business, aren't you? Yes. I mean, we've been we've held five firearm auctions this year, and I think – Next year in 2024, we're going to have a lot more, don't you? Well, without a doubt, because, you know, uh, it, it is such a, an important auction that we do. Uh, important to everybody. I mean, not just the, the buyers, but people that need to, to sell guns, too. You know, in order to get top dollar, what do we always say? Need to sell at auction uh, right. because you'll get more at, at auction. I think every single day we get calls. For people, hey, you, got, you guys buy guns, you sell guns, I need to sell my guns. So if you do and you're out there listening right now, write this down. Email us first at consign, C-O-N-S-I-G-N, at DonleyAuctions.com. Send us your name, phone number, what you have, where you're located, and some photos if you can. And I will put you in touch with Neil, our firearm expert, to give you the next steps. Well, and speaking of Neil, I did ask speaking him to come Neil, on this morning. Uh, so that we could uh, promote. Now, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking about more than guns in our next segments. But right now, we've got Neil with us. Hey, Neil. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good morning, Neil. Uh, doing good. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, uh, what's being sold this weekend because, you know, with uh, again, with gun sales being, you know, over the top and crazy, and Christmas around the corner. There's a lot of people want to buy guns for Christmas gifts uh, or buying their own gifts. That's right. Um, I have a few on my list, too, by the way. But let me clarify. The auction that's coming up is December 16th and 17th. It's a Saturday and a Sunday. We'll give you that information again later. But, Neil, tell us some highlights that are coming up on the 16th. You know, you're talking about um, World War II and Pearl Harbor. I've got some great guns right now. I've got some grands that are... um, Five or six great grand, grands over there. I've got M1 carbines. I've got an IBM, and I've got a uh, Rockola. Um, 
Oh, carbines. Those, carbines. those are pretty scarce, yeah. You know, it's really neat because the IBM, it's just the IBM that you guys know about, the computer place. They were building guns when uh, were needed in World War II. Same with Rockola. The, really? uh, yeah, it's, it's so funny. There's so many of the companies during World War II that were making other products like Rockola Jukebox or, as you say, IBM making typewriters and everything. They had to retool for the war effort after Pearl Harbor and jump into the business of manufacturing equipment and arms for uh, – for military use. They had to do what they had to do. And everybody just turned over and did what they had to do. So, You know, a, a great time in this country when everybody pulled together. Everybody was together for a common purpose, and that's to, to make this country what it is today, the, the greatest country on earth. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we're not, you know, we're not seeing that so much anymore. Uh, no. I, I don't know if we could have won World War II. In the current uh, climate. So, but what else do we have? Yeah. I've got 600 guns here. I've got something for everybody. I've got cowboy reenactors. I've got great lever actions, both new and vintage. I've got an old 71 Winchester over there. It's a fantastic gun. Um, we've got military rifles and handguns from Civil War, World War One, World War Two. There's some great stuff here, um, including a couple muskets from Civil War that's and professionally done. They're beautiful. Um, and, and of course, but I want to jump right in there, Neil, because I, I don't want people to think we're just selling vintage guns. Talk about some of the uh, the, the home protection uh, uh, items that we have. I mean, some of Absolutely. the pistols and, and, uh, and, and things that uh, people might want. Absolutely. I've got old handguns. I've got new handguns. I've got stuff, you know, it could have been bought a week ago. It's that new. Um, we've wow. Got good, one good, of the good. things that I recommend normally for home defense is a shotgun. Ah, um, that's not a bad a uh, home defense gun, and I've got them. Um, we have a little bit of everything. So. Neil, when someone comes to our auction, what do they need to have in order to buy a firearm or handle the Absolutely. firearms? Absolutely. Um, everybody needs some form of a state ID, driver's license, state ID, something like that. And if you're an Illinois resident, you must have a FOID card, a firearms owner's identification card. And that's only in the state of Illinois, isn't it? That's Are there FOIDs anywhere else? Um, there's something similar to it in one or two other states, but that's about it. Most states run off your driver's license. And truly, Illinois is one of the toughest states uh, on gun control you know, anywhere in the, uh, in the United States. It really is. It really is. But it's not reducing our crime, folks. So, <laughs> oh. so there's that. So, um, Otherwise, it's pretty straightforward. We do have a 72-hour wait with any gun. If you're picking it up here, um, you fill out a simple ATF form, and I do a background check during the 72 hours. Wonderful. Neil, thank you for that information. I appreciate everything you do for us, keeping us in line with the ATF. Don't go anywhere, folks. We have more stories coming up. And, again, if you want to call us at 815-923-7000 if you have something you want to consign. And we're going to be talking about beer signs beer in signs. just a moment. Not just so, beer, uh, huh? Okay, we'll talk about there, beer, folks. too. All you right, bet. thank you. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here on AM560, The Answer. They've been called auctioneers of antiques, collectors of cool, even veterans of vintage. And they can introduce themselves. Thanks for listening. This is the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan. I'm co-owner of Donnelly Auctions. 
here with my partner, Randy Donnelly. We're located just 60 miles west of Chicago in beautiful Union, Illinois. Hey, Susan, you know, uh, today I I did want to talk about beer signs in in general. It's something we've not really delved into uh, too much. You know, we're always on the air asking everybody for signs from buildings. I mean, big, full-size signs that uh, advertise anything and everything, but primarily always Petroliana. We're looking for the porcelain signs mm-hmm. and neon and so on and so forth. So a woman listens to our show, calls up and says, oh, I've got, first she said a beer sign, and I'm thinking it's a beer sign from a building. And then when she said, well, I have over 150 of them, then it <laughs> occurred to me that, they're, no, they're small, you know, signs from, from, from saloons in, inside. Yeah. Well, she sent some photos, too, and there was just like a, a row of them, maybe, I don't know, 20. So you guys get there, and what happened? Well, one one thing that I, I want to point out to our listeners is that just like every collecting hobby uh, or, or trade or, or anything, sign collecting, beer sign collecting breaks down. Listen to this run. It's going to take me uh, a minute or two here. But this is just the different categories that people collect because many beer sign collectors, they won't just take any sign. They collect by one of these categories. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, neon, whether it's plastic or lighted metal, there's a difference. Porcelain, metal unlighted, glass signs, mirrored signs, plastic signs, (laughs) plastic light-up signs, plastic motion, plastic action. Action only, signs with clocks, steins and signs, signs with <laughs> bottles in them, or collecting by brand. There's chalk statues. There's, you know, plastic convex ovals. Some people only collect auto-related beer signs. And then some are statue style, like the Schlitz Lady, for example. Some only collect pool table lights. Then there's people that collect the giant bottles, and some only collect the plastic ones. Some collect the glass ones. Oh, my goodness. There's thermometer signs. There's beer signs on rugs. There's lighted fixtures. There's people that only collect new in-box, of course. And then when it gets even beyond that, then we start into beer trays and, and steins and so on. So, And then, of course, by company whether it be only Pabst or Hams or Blatt's or Schlitz or Budweiser. Oh so that is a huge collector's industry out there. So we could we could do 20 shows on beer sign Probably. collecting. But you know, Susan, the purpose of this show is not to try to teach people about their own hobby that you know they know about. Mm-hmm. We're trying to help people that have collections and might not know how to sell a whole collection, or how to get rid of it. Over the years, people didn't necessarily collect with the thought in mind that there's an end game to this. At some point, we need to sell that collection or we need to empty out the house or get rid of that collection. And very often that falls on relatives. And they don't know anything about the hobby. So the purpose of this show is truly not necessarily to teach about collecting, but it's how to help people that have collections get rid of it. Right. So, wow. so we have a big beer collection I saw walking in the door this week. Tell us about that beer sign collection. Well, yes. Uh, again, that's uh, what we were just kind of 
touching on there. Um, these over 150 signs walked in, and we're going to be selling them, uh, you know, soon. You know, we'll, we'll we'll pick a date for that. They may, some of them may go into the January auction. And to that end goal, I have my brother uh, Mike uh, with us today. Uh, so, folks, uh, uh, Mike Mike is here, and we're going to talk a little bit about this particular collection. Great. Hi, Mike. How's it going? So, oh, good. you know, you, you looked at the collection yesterday. What was your initial thought? Uh, just beautiful. I mean, it's just it is when you see it all spread out here in fact i'm standing in front of it right now it, it, it's just stunning it really is i mean it, uh, this person collected obviously for many years but focused on a very uh narrow category like you said he he liked his vacuum form uh signs and and, and motion signs that's what what he was his uh, target he was collecting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know uh, when when I'm telling our listeners out there that we are always looking for collections, I mean, we'll certainly uh, help people with one-offs also. I, I mean, the, the other day, a, a person called us with a, a Budweiser sign, one of those hanging fixtures with the big clear plastic surround that had a, um, a Clydesdale a horse, uh, horses pulling a a wagon around in a circle that also had a clock with it, and I mean those go for some some really good money. Oh yeah, yeah, and it conditions everything. Condition whether they work or not is always everything with the the signs, especially the plastic signs, because they were just never made to last. I mean these were uh, throwaway. I mean uh, uh, never never meant to, uh, to to last like some of the earlier more porcelain signs that you know. A hundred years later, they're still in perfect condition, but this plastic stuff was made to throw away. So condition is always everything. I mean, well, if, it, if it's broken or faded or whatever, it affects the value a lot. I'm so glad you brought that up because we're talking, you know, I, I was just mentioning this Budweiser sign, for example. And I, I remember the owner saying to me, oh, I saw on eBay, uh, they want $4,000 uh, for one of these. Well, first, you know, when you do look on eBay, yeah, that might be the asking price. There, there's no doubt. But you have to go to the sold section or the search completed to find out what some of this stuff is really going for. And that very sign I was able to find online, and I saw that they were asking 4000 and then there was a big X through it, which means they took less. And the, the true selling price of that particular sign or those uh, signs depending on condition is normally around nine hundred to twelve hundred. I mean, with some exceptions being a little more, but a uh, big difference between somebody thinking they're going to get four thousand and ending up with nine hundred. It's not the fault of the auction house. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, you know, and, and we, we were all of us are lucky enough to grow up in an area, Chicago, Milwaukee, Wisconsin area, beer capital of the world. I mean, so we grew up. Uh, you know, seeing all these signs in, in stores and in taverns and such like that, uh, you know, so we're, we're used to a lot of it. And, and we'll talk about signs that were very popular in the 60s and 70s and 50s, 60s and 70s. It's post-war, World War II, when, when that vacuum form plastic really took off. Yeah. Uh, you know, remember the ham signs, what they call the motion signs with the waterfalls and everything? Mm-hmm. Those are some of the most collectible signs Around, I mean, in very nice condition, they'll bring upwards of $1,000 or more for a single sign. Well, you know, when I was doing search completed, I, I did see a few of those ham signs that actually hit two grand. 
So uh, yeah, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, and you see these things at garage sales again. These are things that were in, in hang, still hanging in people's basements at their their little bars and such that they had in their basement. You know, they their favorite tavern when they changed signs, they would just give them away to the customers and stuff. So they went home to people's basement bars and such. And a lot of people don't realize they got a lot of money hanging on the wall with some of these signs. You know, you just brought up uh, uh, an interesting point, and that is we just mentioned. Uh, that we're, we're just past uh, Pearl Harbor and everything. You know, that whole World War II generation came home from the war. All these, all these veterans, they came home from the war and built in their homes a basement bar. They all had a bar that always had a slot machine in it, a pinball machine, uh, a pool table, and beer signs. I mean, how many homes have we gone in? <laughs> to Mike o- over the last uh, 50 years of our lives with that exact scenario. Well, everyone we grew up with in the neighborhood in Berwyn, I mean, everybody had them. It was just, that was it. That was the thing. Everybody partied in their basements. Yep. So, so there's a lot of these signs out there. You don't have to be a collector with a collection. We're interested in acquiring more. Right. So do you think we'll be launching a Bruriana auction in the near future then, right? What other items would we be looking for? Signs? Um, statues, well, all I, kinds of great stuff, posters. You know, and, and, it, and it doesn't even have to be uh, a beer. I mean, whiskey was the same thing. I mean, there oh, was, uh, you know, a lot of the whiskey brands all had these, these bar top plastic and signs and uh, little statues and things. I mean, that uh, the, the, the point of purchase sales and such, even from uh, grocery stores and such like that, that's all valuable wow. stuff. Thanks, Mike, for that information. We'll probably have you coming yeah, up stick next. With us, Mike. Stick with us, Mike. He always right. has some good stories, too. But if you do want to consign with us, consign at DonleyAuctions.com, 815-923-7000. Give us a call. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here every Saturday on AM560, The Answer. You're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Donnelly Auctions Hour. I'm Susan, here with Randy and Mike Donnelly today, talking about items you may have at home that you might want to put up in auction. You know, we're, we're mentioning uh, uh, Brewery Anna and, uh, and sign, uh, beer sign collecting and everything, but what uh, most people probably aren't even thinking about or aware of is 2023 marks 90 years since the end of Prohibition. So prohibition ended in in uh, uh, thirty three. Uh, of course, the, the president <laughs> uh, changed that just in time for the World's Fair. What a surprise! Right. Uh, but an interesting little fact that in in nineteen ten, um, you know, way before uh, prohibition, there were fifteen hundred and seventy breweries in in this country. Fifteen hundred and seventy. So. Um, in that in that span of time um, from 1920 to 1933, when they uh, uh, put in prohibition, where in case you're not familiar with prohibition, they couldn't sell alcohol during that period of time, which of course then started control of you know people like Al Capone who sold al- alcohol uh, illegally. But when it was repealed in 1933. There were less than 10 out of 1,570, less than 10 breweries were ready to go right up and, and run with uh, getting their breweries started. And even one year after, there were only 714 breweries that ever made it back, less than mm-hmm. half 
uh, of the breweries. And by 1970, only 89 breweries were left in this country, 89 breweries, but that's controlled by only 42 companies. Oh, wow. So what what uh, an incredible uh, devastation of the mm-hmm. breweries uh, did the Let's hope history does not tech. repeat itself, that's for so, sure. Let's get no, back that's to why, science. That's why you find uh, the rise of the microbreweries and such now. I mean, yeah. you know, with all the specialty, specialty beers and such. So. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so interesting because I wonder really if there is a count on how many microbreweries there are. I, I wish I would have looked that up. Uh, well, I never can I just give a quick that. shout out to my favorite brewery? So, sure. so Hopped in Huntley. If you haven't been there yet, folks. Make a trip out to Huntley and check out SoHop. Tell Lance. Okay, so ding, ding, ding. There's There's a uh, free commercial from Susan on her favorite brewery. Okay, Go ahead. We're still talking about signs, though, too, because one of the bits of information I have is the evolution of beer signs. You want to talk about that real quick? Can we? Let's hear it. Okay. So in the 1850s, 1850s, most of the beer signs were hand-painted wood or metal. In the 1880s, they came out with the full-color lithograph, paper signs. In the 1890s, they did painted reverse on glass signs and commercially made tin signs. Then Now we're going into the 1930s with my favorite, large porcelain signs. And uh-huh. in the 40s is when the neon signs came out. Um, all the way up into the 50s with the fluorescent lit plastic signs. And then today, the LED signs. So my question is, out of all of those types of signs, guys, what are we looking for? What is the most valuable today? Go ahead, Mike. You lead off. Uh, well, I would say without a doubt, probably the uh, the porcelain signs and the reverse paint glass signs, but they're also the rarest. I mean, most of those have been collected up and are only coming out of collections. Uh, if you're starting to collect today, you're going to pay a good price for those, uh, but they are the most outstanding signs. Uh, probably the easiest to get at and the most colorful and some of the most fun are the vacuform uh, signs from the... Uh, uh, post-war, uh, when uh, vacuum-formed plastic uh, industry exploded. I mean, some of the biggest companies that made them, uh, Thomas Schultz out of Morton Grove and Bossograph out of Chicago and Lakeside Plastics out of uh, Wisconsin. I mean, their signs are iconic. I mean, and they're really gaining value. I mean, you could have bought these. You still find the garage sales, 5 10 bucks, but, you know, those signs are worth hundreds of dollars now. Well, and to your point, uh, $5, $10 at garage sales, that happens all too often. And hence the purpose of our show, letting people know how to sell, where to sell, and how to get the most money. So, Susan, give them our info Oh, yes. Again. They should know this by now. 815-923-7000. I will always remind you to give us a call. Or you can email us at consign, C-O-N-S-I-G-N, at Donley. That's D-O-N-L-E-Y, auctions.com. Send us your information, folks. We will pass it on to the right person and get back to you with your next steps. Now, here's another interesting thing that just happened to us this week. We always love folks that you call in or or send (laughs) us pictures of the most interesting stuff because uh, one of our now friends is uh, uh, Mike in Wooddale called us with a collection of liquor. Oh, yes. and liquor. Uh, How did that go? So, oh, wonderful. He had a great, great, great collection. And uh, so we're qu- probably going to be staging a, uh, a high-grade liquor auction so in the future. So we can sell liquor at auction without a liquor license? Oh, or no, you, you have, have, to, have to have okay, a liquor license, Susan. And all right. uh, these Just are checking. all the licenses, folks, that we carry. We've, if you, you know, have any questions about just like selling liquor, 
we can help you uh, sell uh, anything. We'll always carry the proper licensing and permits, which, you know, we always mention about firearms. We have our FFL That's and right. all state and federal laws are complied with for you. That's Just know why that we're the place you, you should call us. Yeah, the place to it. go to sell your items. That's for sure. Join us after the break, folks. We're going to have some more interesting stories, tell you about some other auctions we have coming up. And we're going to talk more about items we're looking for that are of value. That's the key. These are the items that are of value. We also know a lot of stuff that's not worth putting in auction today, and we can talk about that, too. You're listening to the Donnelly Auctions Hour right here every Saturday on AM560, The Answer. And now, more of the Donnelly Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour. Thanks for sticking with us during that break. I'm Susan, co-owner of Donnelly Auctions, here with my partner, Randy Donnelly. We are from Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We have Shauna Donnelly on the phone with us today. We're going to talk about the Donnelly Group. But before we get Shauna on the line, Randy, you want to wrap up? We just finished you know, talking I, about that last segment. I, I really do, Susan, because uh, we were talking about beer signs and breweries and, and everything. But I need to remind everybody out there that we're always looking for bars and back bars. Oh, yes. I mean, the big full-size saloon bars that were we all over Chicago right and, and suburbs. We just sold at, at our last auction, the, the last bar that we had in-house. So I, I mentioned this because they're big, heavy items, and most people would have no clue how to, uh, you know, get it out of your location, let alone uh, selling it. And this is all what we do. We will come into, if you have an old saloon bar in a building uh, throughout uh, um, the Chicago area or anywhere, really, we travel all over the country. Oh, yes. And you guys are experts in dismantling (laughs) those bars. We absolutely can dismantle this and and have it out. The, The last time I went into a place uh, a woman says to me, oh, is this going to take about a week? And I laughed and I said, we're talking hours here, ma'am. I, I said, we will be out, you know, probably no by time. lunchtime. And sure as heck we were. We can move them quickly, efficiently, and um, get you the top dollar when we sell it. That's great. So. If you do have one, call us at 815-923-7000. If you have a bar or back bar, I'm going to put you on the line directly with Randy Donnelly. That's you for got sure. it. All now, right. Uh, just last week, uh, again, we w- went to a home to look at a liquor collection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, my question then was, well, what are we doing with the house here? And they said, well, we're going to have to sell it. And that's where Shauna comes in, uh, Shauna Donnelly. Shauna my, to the rescue. My daughter. And we can always help with the real estate. So I've asked Shauna to come back on uh, today, right now. Uh, hey, Shauna, you on the line? I am. Hi, guys. Hi, Sean. Hey, Thanks hey, for joining hey. us. Hoping you can tell us a little bit about the Donnelly Group and what's happening there and about interest rates. I know there's a lot going on in the news. Absolutely. Well, like uh, you were just saying, I run the Donnelly Group. We are real estate brokers with At Properties Christie's International. We are based in Chicago and the Northwest suburbs, but we can help you in all 50 states. We've got partners everywhere. Um, but like Randy was just saying, yep, we went into this house and, and met with the family, and there's a very good chance they'll be calling us come late winter to get this house listed. Um, but Susan, like you had just mentioned, um, with interest rates, the Fed is has released a statement um, that they're going to be lowering them next year between four and six times. 
So I'd like to let all the sellers know that now is the time. Give us a call. We'll get your photos done. We'll be ready to go on the market right after the holidays because it's going to get competitive and it's going to get competitive before the interest rates drop. We're telling all of our buyers to take advantage now. Get your, get your good price now. You can refinance later when rates go down. Wonderful. You know, I, I'm glad you brought uh, one thing up, Su- uh, Susan, Shauna, when, when you said um, there's a good chance that we will be l- listing this house. And that is, is this point. When we go into homes, folks, we do not come in there with some strong arm tactic where we're trying to consign your collections or or to walk out of there with a contract in hand on real estate or anything. We are truly there to to come in, introduce ourselves, give you our opinions, whether it be on the antiques or antique collections. Uh, we'll give you uh, free estimates of, of our you know, belief in, in pricing and everything. And the same with the real estate. Uh, again, we'll come in there just simply to introduce ourselves and, what and I always like opinions. to tell people, it's an, it's a no obligation consultation, right? No it's, cost. Right. And mm-hmm. why wouldn't you want to call us just to get some information and get an idea of what to do next? So, well, exactly. And so often we hear in these houses, well, you know, our neighbor wants to buy the house. Well, that's great. And I hope that works out for everybody. But what's the neighbor offering? Is it really market value? Can we get you more money? And that's our goal, not only for the items that we can find, but for the properties too. We want to get our sellers the most money as possible. And I want to remind everybody out there that we're not talking about auctioning your property. The Donnelly Group doesn't come in and and try to set up an auction. Uh, Shauna is a... uh, uh, a broker or, you know, explain your, yourself, Shauna, again, uh, who and what you do and what the process is. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, the first thing to do is to give us a call. You know, we'll print up a CMA for you, let you know our broker price opinion on the house, on the neighborhood, come in, let you know if there's anything that you might want to do with the house um, to get top dollar for it. But we do list our properties nationally, internationally. We work with an international real estate group, like I said, at Properties Christie's International. And you get listed on the MLS. You're on every house search platform. We get you international exposure. And contrary to popular belief, we are still getting multiple offers on our listings. Well, and there, there's a, a very good point when people say, oh, I have a neighbor who's interested. So often, neighbors want to get in there and buy as cheap as they can. Not always, but in most cases, uh, or many cases, I should say, they want to get in there and get in there, do some work and flip the house and make money on it. And we can get you more in most cases than selling it outright. That's right. Now, Shauna, tell us again how we can get a hold of you. Absolutely. Well, you can go straight to the Donley Auctions website, click on the real estate tab, and my information's right there. You've got my email and my cell phone number. You can call, text me, anything you'd like, any time of the day. I'm always available. Wonderful. Thank you, Shauna, so much for that information. Anything else, Randy? The well, Donley not, Group is kicking off this year in 2024. Yeah, Give us a call. Not not with real estate right now. We've got many uh, uh, houses that, that we have actually signed up because people have called us with other things. That's right. So you just never know, folks. <laughs> you uh, got to call us. There's no obligation. I mean, we're not going to hurt you, I promise. Um, you're listening to the Donley Auctions Hour right here every Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 560, The Answer. Don't go anywhere. We're not done yet. 
The Donnelly Auctions Hour continues now on AM560, The Answer. We are back with the Donnelly Auctions Hour with Susan and Randy Donnelly of Donnelly Auctions in Union, Illinois. We're just 60 miles west of Chicago, and we've been talking today about some great items that you may have at home or in your basement or your man cave or she shed that might be of value that you might want to put up in auction in 2024. So we have several auctions coming up already that we want to talk about and make sure you have it on your calendar. Right, Randy? Well, we do. We, we certainly want to remind everybody that our next gun auction is gun and ammo auction is coming up next Saturday and Sunday. December 16th and 17th. The doors open at 8 a.m. The auction starts at 10 a.m. However, if you want to come by Friday, the day before... Uh, from noon to 7 p.m., you can preview all the items. We'll have Neil, our firearm expert, there to answer any questions. Bring your driver's license and your FOID card so that you can handle those firearms. We'll give you a wristband. So that's one way to bid, right, to come on out to Union. We're 60 miles west on 90, just right off of Route 20 up by the Wild West Town. Easy to get to, easy in and out, that's for sure. So that's one way to bid. I always like to mention everybody will have complimentary donuts and coffee and complimentary pizza and beer at lunchtime. Who else does that? Nobody. Donley Auctions does. So come out live. That's one way to bid at the auction. Another way to bid is to submit what we call an absentee bid. You're basically just putting in um, the maximum bid of an item you would like to bid on. However, that does not mean you're going to pay the maximum amount. It just means we're going to use that as a basis to get the bidding going, and you will probably more likely get the item for less, right? The third way to bid in an auction, if you cannot come out, is a phone bid. And those we usually reserve for items that are about $500 in value and higher. And that means I will get on the phone with you and bid on your behalf as if you're standing right next to me in the auction gallery. So again, call us at 815-923-7000 if you have any questions on how to bid at the auction next weekend. And then, of course, in January, right around the corner, we have an antiques auction. We're looking for more cars, always. Always. And uh, military relics. Uh, We actually have a whole nother military relic auction coming up. And plenty of time to consign for that, too, folks. That's right. That one's January 6th. Again, that's Saturday, and it starts at 10 a.m. But we are still taking consignments for that, but we need them soon. We do. Uh, and a couple items that I really am looking for is, is? paratrooper groupings. Any, anything World War II paratrooper, I'm really hot after uh, finding some good groupings. So if your family uh, member was in the paratroopers, I want their my, uh, items for auction. Now, I want to remind uh, lawyers and municipalities and illegal groups and everything, too, that you know, we will help with the state work, you know, always uh, looking for that. And municipalities, if you have any statues or cannons and uh, items like this that you want to get out of the parks or you have in storage somewhere, we can help sell all these items for That's you. That's right. And mark calendars, too, for this one. January 20th, Cars and Antiques. We have some great items that we couldn't get into our big annual November Classic that were kind of overflowed into this January 20th auction. Wow, the coin-op items we have, advertising, vintage clothing, I, I, the list goes on and on, furniture, all kinds of and great stuff. And more cars. And lots of cars, motorcycles, yep. wagons, so, all kinds uh, of great if, stuff. If you've got some old Model Ts or As sitting in your garage or warehouse, 
around the city or suburbs. Call us. That's right. We also have a sports memorabilia coming up next year, toys, an ordinance collection in March. I cannot wait for that. That's like a thousand items, isn't it? It sure is. And two music auctions and one in Lake Geneva. So check out our calendar, folks, on DonleyAuctions.com. If you have any questions, call us at 815-923-7000. For now, I'm Susan. And I'm Randy Donley. And and we'll we'll see you you at at the the auction. Thanks for listening to the Donley Auctions Hour on AM560, The Answer. Check out all the latest information on upcoming auctions and collectibles at DonleyAuctions.com. And while you're there, you can contact someone about buying or selling your collectibles or estates. That's DonleyAuctions.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.